Hello and welcome into the July 19th edition of Just Talk Pod with George Jarjour, brought to you by the Sports on Tap. As usual, we'll have our appetizer, main course, and dessert, talking mostly Game 5 of the NBA Finals between the Suns and the Milwaukee Bucks. This episode is brought to you by the Sports on Tap. That's thesportsontap.com, the internet's pub. Last but not least, please, please do us a big favor here. Share this episode with as many people as you can. Let's grow this this bad boy, this puppy, whatever you want to call it. And before this episode gets started, here's a quick word from one of our sponsors. All right, July 19th edition of Just Talk Pod with George Arjour. NBA Finals Game 5 edition. That's really the biggest docket in all the sports. Um, let's get started here. Our appetizer, as always. I want to talk about uh, NBA Twitter. All right. So NBA Twitter, for those who use Twitter, know exactly what I'm talking about. NBA Twitter is where, you know, there's a group of people who seem like they're really big into the NBA, and they are, and they're in the same place every single game talking about things on Twitter. And NBA Twitter is kind of a ridiculous place, a place I love to be. I'm part, I would definitely say I'm part of NBA Twitter, and it's a place where everyone goes in, voices their opinion. And um, really does a lot more damage sometimes than good, even though it's fun. And I mean, that's what well, you got to take social media on its surface level, right? In general, you can't just hang by every single word of social media. And I think that's a problem a lot of people we have here is we take social media like it's real life when it's not. Social media is an extension of real life. A lot of things people would say on social media, including Twitter, are not exactly the same things they would say to you if they were in your face. And that's totally fine. But it's kind of funny. I've been kind of watching the narratives on NBA Twitter throughout the this this NBA finals. Game one and two, Giannis will never win a championship. Mike Bolden, Bolden I'm just going to call him uh, Mike B because he has a horribly hard last name to pronounce the Milwaukee Bucks head coach is not a good coach. They need to fire him. Chris Middleton is a horrible second star. You'll never win a championship with Chris Middleton as your second star. And the Milwaukee Bucks overpaid for uh, Drew Holiday. And I can't believe they gave up all this capital and gave him this large contract when he really isn't worth it. That was NBA Twitter for the first two games. Next two games, Chris Paul is a choke artist. Well, next three games, that was 3-2 Milwaukee. People, oh, Chris Paul's a choke artist. Is Chris Paul hurt? Devin Booker's not the next Kobe. DeAndre Ayton has limitations. Um, coach uh, Mike B is actually making adjustments. He's a good coach. Giannis is the next face of the NBA, and Giannis is amazing. It, it changes so damn quick. And it's game to game, right? And I think that's the crazy thing about the social media era is – we can react to things on, on literally on contact, right? I mean, we used to have to wait until, you know, my, my generation before me would have to wait until the newspaper came out to read about what happened. Me, I waited till Sports Center to get some sort of reaction and kind of an idea of what I think. Now, a guy misses a three, I can run to Twitter, find out exactly how everyone feels about it. And I mean, we, if you went on Twitter yesterday, you had a large portion of people who thought Drew Holiday, when he snatched the ball from Devin Booker, fouled Devin Booker. And 
And I don't believe that's true, but you'll find people who will argue about it on Twitter all day, every day. And you'll find people who will argue about it on the other side all day, every day. And it's actually my, I know sometimes it does more damage than good. I think NBA Twitter has actually enhanced the experience of watching basketball. I think it's more fun. I think it's more interactive. And I think it's just better for the game in general that we're able to go out there and actually talk to people, get instant reactions, people like me probably would have never been able to do what I'm doing right now and getting on this mic if it wasn't for Twitter and things like that because I would have no place to actually say, hey, go find me, right? And I'm, I'm not on ESPN. I'm not on Fox Sports. So in conclusion, NBA Twitter is actually not as damaging as we may think in social media in general. Have fun with it. Don't take it the word as a gospel, but have fun with it. All right, on to our main course. I'm going to tell some stories here. When I was little, I still remember it today, and it actually came from the Middle East. We did not buy it here, but the Middle East ends up, and I'm from Syria originally, you get a lot of, you know, cool stuff from relatives when they come into town, and everyone knew George loves basketball. George loves watching basketball. So he got this super sweet pajama slash jumpsuit. At first, it was just a jumpsuit, then I started using it as a pajama once it was, you know, the coolness worn off. Uh at school, um, I wore it too many times. And it was this yellow pants that said Los Angeles Lakers, yellow hooded top with Shaquille O'Neal on it dunking the basketball. And I still remember always uh, taking swim lessons at this little um, little country club type of thing. I was not a country club kid. Don't worry about that. But this where you know swim lessons were held. And uh, my dad used to pick me up after the swim lessons and once I was wearing the Shaquille O'Neal jumpsuit and on the way home, me and my dad were talking some basketball and he was like, George, do you like Shaq? I'm like, Oh, I love Shaq. Uh, I obviously he's not as good as Michael Jordan, blah, blah, blah. And my dad said, George, Shaq will never win an NBA championship as the only player on the team that's dominant. And he didn't say those exact words. He was saying it in Arabic. So, you know, I'm paraphrasing here and I kind of looked at him like, what is, what is my dad talking about? Shaq's amazing. Shaq's so dominant. But my dad has said, George, he plays inside. He can't shoot free throws. And he dunks the ball a lot. He's a great player. He could be the best player and win an NBA championship. But Shaq cannot do it without another really high-end player that is not similar to Shaq. And, you know, when you're little, you don't understand these things. So fast forward a few years. Me and my dad are watching the Lakers. And you had Shaq playing alongside Kobe Bryant in the playoffs. And my dad looked at me and said, now Shaq will win a championship. I asked my dad, why do you say that? And this is before Kobe became, you know, Black Mamba. This is before Kobe became, the, you know, one of the most popular players in league history. And my dad goes, look at this Kobe guy. Now Shaq has someone from the outside who can help him score and help him do other things and go for, for a basket. Late in basketball games when you can't, you know, you can't shoot free throws in the fourth quarter. And, you know, I still remember Lakers playing the Blazers down, I think, 14 points in the uh, end of the third quarter, game seven. And my dad and me were watching it. And he said, the Lakers will win this game. They're just like the Chicago Bulls. This is a winning team. And what did they do? They won that game. And how does this relate to today? Well, a lot of times you see someone like Giannis, and I keep, I've kept saying I think Giannis is more like a Shaq, more like a Tim Duncan than a LeBron James. And it's showing now, right? I mean, Giannis, I, I, I 
still have the stats right in front of me, but he's not making three-pointers, right? I think this series he might have made one or two three-pointers. I think he attempted one three-pointer in game five, um, and Giannis just can't shoot. And it's underrated here, the significance of Chris Middleton. Look, Chris Middleton is definitely not as good. <laughs> and this is not like shocking news. It's not a hot take, right? He's not as good as Kobe Bryant. He's not good as Dwayne Wade. He's not as good as a lot of second fiddle Scotty Pippins. But he's a great compliment to Giannis. He can make the shots Giannis won't take, doesn't take, and will never attempt. He makes the free throws at the end of the game. So my conclusion here is you need someone if you have a Giannis, if you have a guy like Joel Embiid, you need someone like a Chris Middleton who you can go for for a bucket. That's why Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid will never work. Can Joel Embiid win a championship one day with a with a guy who's high end and can score outside? Absolutely. Could Ben Simmons win a championship if he had a really, 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 really good uh, score around him? Maybe. I don't think so personally, but maybe. But Giannis is now being complimented by Chris Middleton. And Chris Middleton has been absolutely fantastic. And as a guy who was a second-round pick and a team that was built literally organically, Giannis, system guy, they built him up. Middleton, they built him up. The only, I mean, I guess you could say Drew Holiday bought Mercenary, but he's been playing some great defense. But he's the third piece on this cha- on this team that might win a championship. You have to remember there are two games left, so I'm not here to crown the uh, Milwaukee Bucks as NBA champions yet. But I just wanted to point out that story, and it's kind of stuck with me till today. That second piece, you need that 1B superstar. Now Middleton's not quite that 1B superstar, but in a season where the Nets got hurt, the Lakers hurt, you know, an NBA Finals where I don't think necessarily we have the two best NBA teams in uh, in the NBA Finals, but it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, if you win a championship, you win an NBA championship. All right, on to our dessert. Today, we don't really have a dessert. Um, we're recording this early Sunday. There's no lines for Monday for the gambling world. Um, I will just say, if you do want to bet with us, you can go to betus.com and use promo code the sports on tap. You'll get 125% bonus on your first deposit. Usually I have a bet of a day today. Just the lines for Monday's baseball games aren't out yet. Tomorrow, Tuesday, I'll drop my NBA, uh, my NBA finals bets. So that's going to be coming up, uh, for game six, I believe in Milwaukee. So stay tuned for that. Uh, another thing, USA, Canada about to kick off here. The Gold Cup's fun. Watch Team USA. Um, are, we're getting better at the world's game. And I think as soccer, I, you've heard me talk soccer multiple times in this podcast. So I guess uh, that was my dessert. Go watch US, Team USA play. All right. Well, anyway, this has been the Just Talk Pod with George Arjur, brought to you by the Sports on Tap, the Internet's pub. Thank you for listening. This is Sports on Tap, the Internet's pub. Cheers. Cheers.